you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? Quiet weekend. Mm-hmm. Not much. Mm-hmm. Really nothing. Oh, okay. I mean, that's good. I didn't, you know, I'm trying to think what I do. Hung out with a friend. Mm-hmm. Shopped a little. We went to brunch today. Yeah. Yes. That's it. Okay. Uh, Let's see. What did I do? Friday, got my hair done. Uh, Saturday I went to volunteer at Movable Feast and then um, went to dinner and the movies with my family and then went out for a couple of drinks with my friend that's moving to Maine and then today brunch and I gotta go pack and wash do laundry after this because I did not get a chance to do laundry this weekend and it's overflowing um, so I gotta do that after we finish recording I wash laundry weekly now. Oh, facts. Especially with workout clothes. Because I don't like it to pile up because then I got to be doing stuff. Yeah. Or it takes forever to do and I already hate folding. Mm Mm-hmm. So, for sure. Yeah. So, that'll be the rest of my day after we finish our episode, our lovely episode. All right. So, what's happening in media? We got a request. (laughs) to speak about Brian McKnight and his situation. So I investigated. (laughs) And his children basically went on Instagram to talk about how their father was a deadbeat. He wasn't around. They didn't spend much time with him. Mm -hmm. Um, So Brian McKnight did a video react, responding to it, saying that, you know, he's done the most for his kids. He's never missed a child support payment. Mm -hmm. Um... I guess he made it clear of their age. They are adults now. Yeah, I think one the sons are like one is twenty seven, one's thirty five. Right, like they're adults now. Yeah. He talked about after he like cut them off, kind of like just you know he helped them get jobs, but right. the jobs drug tested and they wanted to keep smoking weed. Right, so he said he's basically saying defending himself to say you know he's helped them in all the ways he can mm-hmm. and maybe even helped them too much because they feel like they could be like kind of like spoiled children at this point. Yeah. Here's the skinny. <laughs> I don't think it's appropriate to hash out stuff, but obviously they wanted a reaction. Yes. Else they wouldn't have went to IG. They would right. have talked to him directly. Mm-hmm. They wanted a reaction, and he gave them one. Mm-hmm. Here's hoping now they could figure this out mm-hmm. privately. I don't think it's fair. I will say this. When you get to an adult status, I don't think it's fair, even if your parents are celebrity that they still have to keep just giving you money. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's fair. You need <laughs> yeah. to get a job. You need to... And if he was giving you money, you could at least uh, invest it. And they could all sing. They could go be somebody background singer, for real, for But, real. I mean, then get a job. And, and then, then yeah. you need to work. And then yeah. he's not required to pay for your lifestyle your, the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Would it be nice? Of course, but... Sure, but that's You can't not, force them to do that. And that's not really realistic. Even yeah. most... Celebrity parents eventually stop, and yeah. typically the kid opens their own business, mm-hmm. or they invest the money they already like. If they had a trust fund, yeah. they live off the trust, or they invest mm-hmm. in other things. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I do feel like deal with this privately. Mm-hmm. 
um, and figure out what you want to do. Because I don't think it's fair for him to have to pay for y'all. Right. Yeah. Especially when you're able-bodied and you could work. Mm. So, I don't know. Yeah. Figure that stuff out by yourself. <laughs> Not by yourself. In private. Because it ain't none of our business. And, I mean, let's be honest. Yes, Brian McKnight is still doing shows and tours. But outside of that, ain't nobody paying attention to him. So, like, I just don't think that was the best avenue to go about it. Like, Well, this, I certainly don't think this is going to make him cut you a check. Right, I mean, that's you look, I don't know if they're looking to spend time with him or they're looking for money. I don't necessarily think he feels like, all right, avenue. cut it out. Here's 20 grand or right. whatever. He's I don't not know. at the point where he's like, oh, I'm embarrassed, so let me just give y'all hush money. No. Like <laughs> he did his response, right? And said good day. So I don't know. I don't know what they wanted from that, but yeah. that's something that it should be private. Yeah. So moving on, I'm gonna talk about word on the street is Chris is having another baby. Brown, Chris, Chris Brown. Brown. Oh, expecting a baby boy with his former girlfriend. Ah, she looks like a mix between Karuchi and his child's mother. Oh, okay. He has a type. We all know it. Yeah. So if that's true, congratulations. Mm-hmm. I will say, while I do not agree with his behavior at all, mm-hmm. um, most of the time, especially when he be like lashing out, mm-hmm. it does seem like he's a very good father. And he yeah. cares about his child. Yeah. So he would do the same. So mm-hmm. congratulations, if that's true. Right. <laughs> Moving on to the chicken debate. Chick-fil-A debuted their chicken sandwich. You mean... Ch- oh, Popeyes. Popeyes. See, yeah. You see where my allegiance is. <laughs> Popeyes released their, like, chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And the streets are going wild. I mean, <laughs> the amount of jokes, which I gotta be honest, hilarious. Yes. The videos, the clips, the yeah. comparisons. You guys have made me laugh <laughs> hardy this week. But I also have to say is, relax. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I've seen videos of people fighting. I'm hoping there's more context to the well, clips I've seen. Well, that's just Popeyes to me. Like, that people be fighting at yes, Popeyes? Yes, people be fighting at Popeyes for years. Like, that's nothing new. I don't people really, just trying to make it seem like that's because of the chicken sandwich. No, that's just Popeyes. It's Popeyes ghetto? Popeyes ghetto? is like the dollar store of fast food. Because the Dollar Trees are, what do you mean, Dollar General, Family Dollar, or Dollar Tree? Dollar Tree. No. If you would have said Dollar General or Family I Dollar, don't know the difference between the then I could agree with you. Dollar Tree, no. <laughs> I don't know the difference. Dollar Tree to me is still classy. Um, Family Dollar. Which one was by Del State? What was that? Was that a Dollar Tree? Dollar Tree. That wasn't bad. By the liquor store? That was a Dollar Tree. Family Dollar is typically (laughs) when I'm like, it's questionable. (laughs) So I'm going to say you mean Family Dollar. Let's go with that then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Dollar Tree is classy. (laughs) Don't talk about Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree to me is like (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And Family Dollar is like Popeye's. (laughs) Okay. We can go with that Anyway, I don't really eat Popeye's. So, like, it's fine. I yeah. think that, for me, that chicken is too breaded, mm-hmm. and it's too crunchy. Like, mm-hmm. it's more crunch than actual chicken to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't really eat Popeye's. Mm-hmm. I do like their biscuits. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, their biscuits. They got good hit. biscuits. Yeah. But I don't really eat there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think eventually I'll try it. Yeah. But, like, I'm not waiting in these long lines. <laughs> People 
I mean, and honestly, I feel bad for the uh, Popeye's employees. Because when I tell you, them slinging them things. <laughs> I mean, the drive through lines have been incredibly long. Yes. People are waiting an hour or so to yes. get this sandwich. So I know they are like booked and busy tenfold. Yes. And yes. they certainly ain't being paid that much. Right. So I will say shout out to the Popeye's mm-hmm. team. But yeah. now you get that Chick-fil-A energy. Because that's Chick-fil-A all the time. <laughs> I ain't never been no Chick-fil-A when it ain't been busy. However, Chick-fil-A's <laughs> service and quickness is undeniable. Right. They are the top when it comes to customer service out of any fast food. Mm-hmm. Now, while I have not had the Popeye sandwich, I am team number one no pickle. <laughs> with... A lemonade mm-hmm. or a cookies and cream milkshake with no whipped cream. What's up? <laughs> I only eat at Chick-fil-A during Lent because they got the fish sandwich, so I can't even speak on this. Well, yeah, for all my people <laughs> who don't eat meat, y'all just like watching monkeys at the circus. Yep, pretty much. you don't eat either or. <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, y'all have fun now. <laughs> like, you ate Chick-fil-A at one point in time. Yeah, you yeah. enjoyed the chicken. Mm-hmm. And when you, have, you've eaten at Popeye's before. Yes. Who is your... I like them I'm both. I'm forcing you to pick a side. I'm I like to. them both. Come on. I did. I swear I did. The chicken, no one's chicken is better than the others. Equal level chicken for you? Well, because they have different pieces of chicken. You know, I go to Popeye. I used to go to Popeye's for like drumsticks. And then I would go to Chick-fil-A for the sandwich. So Fine. I just you're, couldn't you're not compare. choosing a side. I could not I compare. Will. Because at that point in time, I did not. I like Chick-fil-A. And when I want like fried chicken... First of all, I'd rather fry it myself. But if I'm going to a fast food place, well, see, I'm not. If I want fried chicken, I'm going to my carryout. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, for people who don't live in Baltimore, <laughs> you can call it a corner store. Mm-hmm. You can call it one of those yeah. types of things. Or Royal Farms. Royal Farms has delicious fried chicken. Yeah, their, their fries are great. I love their chicken <laughs> and fries. Mm-hmm. Enough about this. Eventually, I will taste it and, and give you guys an update know. i'm sure it's good i'm not saying it's nasty but yeah. i like chick-fil-a because it feels less battered i've i've heard people say that either it's equally as good as chick-fil-a or that it's more greasy than chick-fil-a i haven't heard anyone saying that it's better just more addictive allegedly but the that's the would, hype the grease would psych no that's the <laughs> hype i think it's really the hype of yeah. being like it's better yeah. a chicken sandwich is a chicken sandwich moving on <laughs> um I want to highlight the officer responsible for Eric Garner's death mm-hmm. finally got fired. Finally. Five years. Yes. And now, officially, he is fired. So, what irritates me, though, is, like, within minutes, like, he has this GoFundMe and of already course. it's, like, so much money. I think the thing is, is, like, People want him to feel the magnitude of what he did. Yeah, and he and, won't because... And he won't because yeah. there's so many other people that will keep telling him he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And that, and they'll keep helping him and whatever to do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. And I think for people, especially people of color, they just want you to feel the consequence. Because let's be clear, people wanted you in jail. Yeah, absolutely. But since that ain't happening, they want you to feel the magnitude of what you did. Mm-hmm. And not just by, because they always say, my family's getting threats, uh, I'm feeling bullied. They want you to feel the impact because our life say, was threats lost. Threats are not the equal, uh, like the, the the same as having someone in your family die. That's what I'm die. saying. Like, what the heck? And the thing, and I feel strongly about this with cops, 
in general, whatever race they are. Mm-hmm. To me, when it comes to violence towards citizens when they're breaking the law, it's, it, to me, it's to disarm. I thought that was the rule yeah. of contact, conduct. Yeah. You do it to disarm the person. Mm-hmm. And you kill when that was the last, you know what I mean? The when they're mm-hmm. actively shooting at you. Mm-hmm. When they're like lunging at you with a knife. Mm-hmm. Not in these situations where you could have disarmed the person mm-hmm. without killing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm tired of the fear speeches and stuff like that. Don't be a cop. Right. Right. Do something else. Yeah. You have to be able to control your emotions and stuff like that in that type of field. Yeah. I agree. So it's just like, ugh. Anyway, and also, since the world is ending, and the Amazon is burning, I have to cover that. I don't, like, we don't cover too much stuff like this, but you have to. Yeah. So, from the stories that I've read, that there have been um, forest fires that have been started illegally by those who are interested in cattle farms and things of that nature. To clear the land. To clear the land. And the stories are saying that the president is aware he's not doing anything to stop it. (sighs) And so they are, people are challenging the government Mm -hmm. and they're staking this Mm because it's about obviously money and capitalism is the end all be all. But the Amazon impacts all of us Mm -hmm. and big ways and honestly we already know that the earth is warming up we're in a space where i think we only have a certain amount of time before we could actually before we can't fix it right and i still just don't understand why political leaders and not all because some do take it seriously Mm -hmm. why people aren't taking it seriously for those in power like i do what i can Mm -hmm. but to make laws and to really change things to really help the environment and keep the environment Mm -hmm. they're just like whatever yeah i think because most of it is like it's collect connected to some kind of like game so if there's a lobbyist for you know global warming that will slide them a certain amount or make sure that they get a certain amount of votes then cool they with it like i feel like it's all connected it is and that's what's the problem with I think politics as a whole sometimes it's not about the people Mm -hmm. and what's really best it's about it's party alliance Mm -hmm. it's about money it's about the power it's not about the actual people or the 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 land or what we're doing like you said there's always something else involved and it gets depressing Mm -hmm. and I understand why people feel like why should I vote or why should I be involved because they Mm -hmm. feel like there's bigger powers out there that's doing whatever I still think people should still speak out Mm -hmm. should still vote should still be educated to still try to be the change they want to see in the world still do your part still do your part but it 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 can be depressing because I'm just looking around like oh I know the Lord on his way back because y'all ain't (laughs) crazy down here crazy okay so um but there are ways to donate yeah um, and I have a link, so maybe we could post it mm-hmm. on the story on our episode description. Yeah. There are always to donate to be helpful. Yeah. Um, and I also want to talk about one more thing. My vegan people. It's cool. Y'all don't <laughs> eat meat. Yeah. But to make it seem like while yes, cutting down on meat eating does help. Mm-hmm. But People have been eating meat for a long time, and mm-hmm. they're bigger fish to fry. So mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, present that as an option to people if mm-hmm. they want to go about the way. But I don't feel like you should villainize people for oh, eating no. meat. And no. I wouldn't villainize a person for yeah. not eating meat. And I just think sometimes it goes too far. Oh, yeah. I and I just saw that. so many posts. I'm like, just yeah, 
I, I just mean, even chill as it a out. person that's been vegetarian, vegan, a pescatarian now, I've never been the kind of be like, oh, you gonna eat that? No, I'd be like, or to make, or to try <laughs> you to, eat what you want to eat, I'm eat what I want to eat. Or to sit here to say that, you know, people eating meat, that's why the forest is being burned down. Like, it's partly what? money, too. Like, they connect, I feel yeah. like. I want you to bring you. it up. Yeah. Bring it up, but don't beat people over the head with it. Exactly. Because I think the best way to get reception from people is like, yes, present it out as present an option, it. but don't necessarily say that what they're doing is, is wrong. wrong. Just say because, these are I the mean, benefits. Most of the world was raised eating meat, and so why would they stop? You know what I mean? Until they know that there is another option, and they decide to take that route. There's a, many other routes that you could take. Like I agree. So. I just feel like I think it's the tone that I saw a lot of on social medias mm-hmm. and where vegans were, and it's not all vegans, obviously. Yeah, they were connected to the Amazon and the cattle and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I feel you, but there's a way to present the information where people maybe it. want to read about it and say, okay, what can I do? Maybe I can stop eating instead of making people feel like monsters. Because honestly, that makes people defensive and they keep eating chicken nuggets. Keep, well, I was about to say they just order too. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not doing anything. <laughs> Yeah. And there's also cons to the being vegan when it comes to energy and stuff like that. So it's yeah. like, especially I feel if like, you eat the processed items. Like exactly, there's I feel all, like there's a pro and con to everything. Let's just present information yeah. in an informative way because mm-hmm. we all have our own bias. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Let's just try to be informative to help people figure out what they want to do and right. stop being so judgy. And that's yeah. for everybody. Whether you eat meat, don't eat meat. You like men, you don't want men. It's recycle, like you, don't you recycle, recycle, you don't recycle. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, calm down. <laughs> I will. I do think everyone should recycle. But <laughs> you do that if you want to and if you are able to. Yeah. Same with eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Or you would be, that's can be expensive for certain people. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the price it's of food. It's cheaper to just buy nasty food um, but i think that's but that's part of the reason and even with the obesity yeah, we the talked access. about on our last episode is access yeah. it's access to fresh food yeah. affordable food yeah. you know it's it, there there's a lot mm-hmm. there's layers unfortunately there's so many layers to everything so it can seem exhausting yeah when trying to attack a problem mm-hmm. but there's so many layers that you need to Look at those, mm-hmm. and you need to be aware of those before you make certain judgment calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's for any subject, right? Anyway, moving on, I feel like this will bring us into our topic. Lately, there's been a whole lot of nostalgia, mm-hmm. and I just read that um, Liz McGuire is coming back yep. on Disney Plus after Proud Family was announced. Proud Family was announced mm-hmm. as coming back. And, and as you can see, the past few years, there's been several reboots. Mm-hmm. You know, Will and Grace. Uh, uh, That's So Raven. That's So Raven. Uh, what was the show? 90210. And Topanga. Uh, that show. <laughs> there's yeah. been a lot of reboots. Yeah. And um, and I know we'll have to break before we get back to the topic. 90210 done been rebooted like twice now. Like, it is. It was rebooted as a refresh of new characters. Yeah, it was rebooted with the original, but it's not really. It's a weird reboot because right. I saw like the first two episodes. I'm like, this is not what <laughs> I think people were looking for. Right. But this whole point of is like the nostalgia, mm-hmm. and so I was saying to Sydney, like, I don't know, we could go a couple of days ago where I feel like low key, not to be all like think PC, mm-hmm. but I feel like nostalgia can be dangerous. Yeah. 
because potentially dangerous because our last episode I think we talked about adulthood and the struggles with that and the adjustment that I think all the 20 somethings and 30 somethings are going through Mm -hmm. and I think nostalgia is fun because it provides us a place where we go back to where we did not have these responsibilities it's an escape a time where life you felt lighter you didn't have the stresses and I feel like as the reboots and these elements of nostalgia come back more and more Mm -hmm. I feel like it can prevent people from actually accepting where they are in life and kind of living in this nostalgia world because like I can enjoy that too like I would definitely check out Lizzie McGuire yeah I like that show I'll definitely check out the proud family but I think sometimes they're bringing it back because it's even in clothing like Mm -hmm. it's it's coming back so much where it's kind of like why do we always why are we so it seems like such a pop culture focus on going back Mm -hmm. and i think it's because it provides people with a place of like comfort and peace yeah in a day where they didn't have to deal with like the current day you didn't have to pay bills you weren't stressed about money you weren't it just was a different level and i feel like people are craving that and are clinging on to this stuff and not accepting that we are adults because sometimes i feel like people's stances on things i'm often like (coughs) excuse me y'all like dad y'all we 27 when do we stop this when do we evolve whenever we accept the adulting uh life and like i get it it's hard we talked about it but it don't have to be that bad yeah and we're just starting out so the hope is that it won't always be like this anyway you yeah you, you you get a new job where you make more money. You you figure out more of what you want to do in your life. Being broke becomes normal. That could be the case for some. <laughs> but I'm going to say that everyone has dreams and they will keep elevating and continuing on. And everyone won't be broke. And broke is also subjective yes, to whatever you yes, consider to be yes, broke. Agreed. But, so that'll be kind of more what we'll talk about. Yeah, we'll get into that. And TV. So yes. here's the thing. Nothing to say on the housewife front. Well, I will say one funny thing from Potomac. Mm-hmm. So they went to the Cayman Isles for vacation. One of the vacation trips. Mm-hmm. Within, I feel like, 10 minutes of being in the hotel, it's already an argument. Karen and Giselle. I feel like they, that's what these trips are for. To be and honest. that's why you want it. But it's fresh drama. Yeah. Karen and Giselle are screaming at each other in this lobby. And what made me laugh was Candace like, lower your voice, there are white people. Lower your voice, there are white people. <laughs> and that was I'm cracking dying. me up. So when she finally got people to calm down, she was mm-hmm. like, you see all these white people staring at us? And that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. So then when they was arguing again, mm-hmm. um, Candace was again was like, y'all chill, we gotta chill, let's have some class here, whatever. Yeah. And Giselle was like, weren't you the one? Um, ready to throw knives at your dinner party? Ooh. Candace goes, Well, I was in my house. There's Ooh. a difference. And that um. made me laugh <laughs> so hard because there is a difference. In You're not in public. Okay. The, point is, say, the impact. <laughs> You're not in public. Okay. So no one throwing sees specifically all the white people don't see she was throwing knives. I mean, I get that. So it just made I me laugh because that, that made me laugh. She was like, That was different. That was in my house. Honestly, that was really the whole episode. Okay. I feel like there's drama brewing. Mm-hmm. I think tonight's episode, because y'all remember we record on Sundays. Yeah. 
will give me more. Because, okay. you know, when they do vacation episodes, the first episode is always light. And all the stuff happens at the end. Because mm-hmm. ta- I hate so that. Can carry you to the next. So they can carry it over. Yeah. So that's all I got. Okay. And I ain't watch Power. So how about y'all? We'll start with Power we'll next episode. episode yeah. And we will give those updates. I already heard the new theme music. I ain't really like the old one, and I don't like the new I one I like either. the old one, but I'm not a fan of the new. They, on the last season? Well, you don't need a refreshing. It's the last season. <laughs> but, and stars need to have a skip intro button like Netflix. I'd be tired of having to do it manually. Um. All right. Married at first sight. I will start with, again, my favorite couple, the one that had been single for 10 years. I Hopefully, that's my life, because I'm getting there, baby. I mean, hey. It's going to be 10 years in a minute. Okay, this is going to be your life, because they are doing great. So, this episode, no, but everyone, I don't want to go and marry the first time. No, I'm not saying that. That I'll just find someone? Yes, that's what I'm saying. All right, so let me And it'll be like. It, it just. It'll comes. be it. Now, I'm not saying that there won't be struggles, because they have had struggles, but it'll be How the long one. I've been single. How many years I got? I think you, I think you are close to 10, technically. See? Because she was in situationships and stuff. This is what happened when you're in situationships. So you don't even know whether or not to count it as a real relationship. That's why my sisters and brothers, particularly sisters. Because we graduated high school in 2010. We're in 2019 now. That's why you don't do stuff like that. I could have been out here doing my thug fizzle. And I was not. Don't get me yeah. started on that. Uh, yeah. That's Waiting why for people, man. Waiting death for people. to situationships. Don't get caught up in that foolishness. Don't even know whether or not you was in something. Mm. Don't even know. You just but confused. You know you got feelings. You just confused. Lord. Six years later, you don't know. That my man it. was it not? I don't know. That's why you don't do it. Okay. We're going to go back to the first sight because I don't want to go down this path. I'm already feeling not it. Not All right. Married at first sight. So, yeah. Situationship couple. Again, um, this episode, everyone went back to, like, their childhood homes because they're in Charlotte, but everyone's not from Charlotte. A lot of them are from, like, South Carolina or, like, more rural areas in um, North Carolina. So this episode was about visiting childhood homes. So situationship couple, they went back to um, her home. They took a gift and everything for her family, and then they went to this little, like, area that she had her first kiss at, and they had a picnic. Um, oh. It was real sweet. They were opening up to one another. That's um, cute. They were not only, by the way, y'all, if y'all here when we recording outside. We're today, outside. We're nice. being in touch with nature. Yes. I, I got my shoes off. I'm grounding. It's I would really say nice. friend. I maybe think of the friend zone. Um, so um, they were like being open about, I don't want to say like the criticisms about one another, but things that they need to work on, which. You know, I'm I'm all for it as long as they're open and honest about it and willing to work on it. So right. they were doing really good and um he asked because the whole way that she got to be in like ten years of situationships is because she was in one relationship that went really bad and so he was like, Since we're here, can you tell me about that? Because she hadn't been comfortable telling him about it before. And she opened up, she talked about it, though she was reluctant. She knows that she has to continue to open up because that's her husband. So she opened up. They talked about it. He's like, I understand your hurt as long as you don't hold that hurt against me because this is a fresh start. Did they make love at the picnic? They did not on TV. Uh, I hope they did in real life. But This seems like a nice time to (laughs) to go go at at it. it. Right at the spot. (laughs) 
<laughs> so um so sweet uh, like i said before they're my favorite couple um virgin couple um, she's still a virgin she's still a virgin they went to like this dancing class where she was like grinding and oh, so she God. felt a little bit uncomfortable but she's trying and he was enjoying it i bet so <laughs> So I still wonder, is she not attracted to him? Or no, she feels she like very she doesn't know him enough. She just doesn't feel comfortable enough and she doesn't like she says things like she doesn't want to waste her virginity in case they don't last. Um okay. which is interesting to me. But I do think that's interesting given yeah. what she signed up for. Right, right. I think she should do what she feels comfortable. That's what I was saying, is it a thing of I don't know him enough yet because I know sometimes, even for myself, I can be really attracted to someone, but I'm not. Like, I need to know a little more before I'm ready to pop it. Yeah. And I think part of it, and I mean, they don't talk about this as much. Um, Last season they did, but part of it is the cameras. Like, it's a show, but we don't always factor in the fact that cameras are always in your face. And so, like, she said, like, at points, sometimes she doesn't mind going through these things, but she didn't imagine going through these things with everybody watching. However, that is what she signed up for. But it's like to... But the what you think and the actual is probably very different. Yes. And so she's like... She's already going through a situation where like she feels a bit uncomfortable. And so then doing that and knowing everybody in the world is watching. I can imagine that's also... I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. Reality yeah. TV is not... I don't think is easy yeah and i feel like as much as i'm like i would love a reality show if it was one was presented to me i actually would be actually leery to, i don't know if well, I that's would actually why i like the it. housewives show because it's like all right we got these couple months where we record and then they and do their thing yeah. and they're like kind of their scenes they know they're walking into something yes, yes. and when they're in their home they know they'll be there that right. day so exactly. it's a little bit a little bit different and like yeah. married at first sight their challenges and things yes. where like on other reality TV shows, you don't have to go this deep. Right, right. So I get it. Yeah. So, um, but they went and visited his um, childhood home. She looked at pictures of him when he was younger. They got a little bit closer there, talked to his mom, all those things. I think they're definitely moving in the right direction because um, they have like three weeks until decision day at this point. So they are slowly but surely getting there um and like i said they were dancing she was grinding on him and she felt a bit uncomfortable but uncomfortable in a sense of what just backing it up on them why was she then well because they were in a dance class and you had to it was was that it was it was a partner dance class you know it was just them two and I don't know what kind of class it was, but it like the teacher like was telling them that to was back it. What type of music? I, it was like Caribbean music. All right. So I'm just like, <laughs> what type of dance class? Yeah, it was and you like backing it up music. on your partner. And like, yeah, it was Caribbean music. So I mean, it was cute. It was a cute class. I would say the class, but um, so she felt a little bit uncomfortable, but she also understood like her uncomfortability wasn't because of him. It was just because... Just it felt awkward to yes, be like... Exactly. Run on someone. Exactly. The teacher there. The yes. camera's there. And so I think... She it's important for her to, to specify that. Because at times he thinks he's she's uncomfortable because of him. Right. And same. That's yeah. something like... I'll be trying to understand... No. no. Where, it's where not is she feeling because uncomfortable? Because she's comfortable with him. It's just an awkward situation. And that... I'm like, okay. I think it's important to specify that. Because then he doesn't feel as like... I gotta walk on eggshells. You know right, what I mean? Right. No, I get it. So, um, but they're progressing now. Um, basketball couple, mm. <laughs> they have decided to stop having sex. 
Um, because they were the first couple to have sex. They've had a good, you know, sexual relationship. But they feel but like... But he don't be coming home. <laughs> so... Well, that's why they're taking a step back because they feel like their chemistry was, stro- chemistry was so strong in the beginning that they jumped into some things too quickly and didn't, like, get the foundation right. So they stopped having sex so they can work on the foundation, spending quality time without that being involved. All and without those him staying out all night? Yeah. Because I be feeling like it's more his fault. I mean, she do got issues. Right. But he I be wilding. I agree. I, I agree. So they're working on that. The therapist wasn't, or the experts or whatever, they weren't necessarily fond of them, like, cutting off sex in order to do that. But they were happy that at least they were on the same page and working towards the same goal. Um, so... They're trying to figure out their relationship because, like I said, they had three weeks, so they had to decide. So they got to figure it out, and that man got to just keep coming home every night. Like he got to stop staying up, like, because that's the main issue. Now, daddy's girl couple. So to give a little bit of background, another part of this episode is they went NASCAR racing. The um, daddy's girl, she grew up near the NASCAR race, so. When all the, cause all the couples were there except um, Iris, the virgin and her husband, they weren't, they couldn't make it because they had another obligation. But the rest of the couples were there, so they went to go NASCAR racing. The daddy's girl grew up near the NASCAR racing, and like, she was trying to tell them about all the stories that she experienced there. But the instructor was talking, and mind you, none of them have been there, and they about to drive NASCARs at 150 miles per hour, so they kind of wanted to hear the instructions. So her husband said, "Would you just shut up and listen?" Wait, did he have to say it like that? So, at that moment, she just went off. She started being a brat. She was, like, basically trying to ruin everybody else's experience. She decided not to drive. She just sat on the side. She's like, I'm done. Because you did not have to speak to me like that. Agreed. So, she decided to be a brat. So, everybody else raced or whatever. And even the other couples, they were like, I would not let my spouse speak to me like that. But also, it's not my place to step in. Which no, it's not. I think I would only step in if it was my friend. Like, if it was you and somebody talking to you like that, then yes, I'm stepping in. But you're my friend. The couples on this show, they not friends. They just in the same situation. I, don't, I feel like if... I feel like I feel like I would try to wait for you, and then if you didn't, because I wouldn't want to interfere with y'all thing, but like, mm-hmm. if a dude said that to you, I'd be looking at you like, you gonna say that? <laughs> you ain't gonna say that, man? <laughs> so... Before I gathered him right right so um the rest of the um people raced or whatever and so then after of course they had a big tussle or disagreement about she was like i acted like a bird because she was really being really um bad and like she was just being rude and disruptive the rest of the event and she was like well i did that because of how you spoke to me he said well you were talking over the instructor like you were being rude and already ruining everyone else's experience um so they had a big disagreement about that um and the experts were like y'all have to learn how to speak to one another because yes she was being rude but he didn't have to say he could have said babe can you let them experience this they're trying to you know they're trying to listen to the the guy yeah can we tell your stories like after he finished right like he could have just exactly said it like that exactly because then if she would have popped off then that's her right and he tried to just be like you know right let them say what they gotta say right so they got settled again then they went and visited her childhood 
So it comes out that she was raised very unfortunate. They grew up in a trailer, mm-hmm. and when they went to her childhood home, the trailer was, like, broken down. It was, like, a bunch of wood and rubble, and she was just, like, really crying because she's like, you call me materialistic, but... I you don't understand what I've grown up in and exactly, exactly. And he even started crying because he was like, now I feel real bad for saying that because he's like, I didn't know this is where she came from. I didn't know that's why her parents want her to have everything and spoil her and want her to have every job and, like, will give her a job because of what she saw when she was younger. Like, they were just so not well off and everything. And so, like, they were crying, they were talking, and they got you know, so close. They, you know, they really bonded on the However, trip. I feel like something else Ooh, happening. Then, on the way back home, they started talking, and they were like, I'm so glad we're in a better place. And she's like, yeah, after the NASCAR thing. And she said, even though I still don't regret being a bitch. And he was like, well, wait a minute. He's like, I don't agree with you not regretting brewing everyone's experience. And then, they got in an argument. She's like, well, why, why didn't she? Because she said she would do it again. See, she's childish. Right. I, I can't. And that was his problem. He's like, I, I, I can acknowledge that I spoke to you incorrectly, but you saying that you would act out like that again is not appropriate. You're a grown woman, dog. Right, right. And so on the way back, they argue and argue and argue. And honestly, I've said this before and I'll say it again. I just want them to stop. I'm tired of them and I'm sure they're tired of it because I'm tired of this roller coaster of them getting so close, being good, and then this. Like, I know they're exhausted. I'm exhausted watching it. Just let it go. Like, not. I'm just let it go. I just can't take it no more. I want them to give up. Like, and that sounds bad, but I am tired of them. You know, it's like 30 minutes of the episode, them getting close, 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 and then arguing. I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired of this. So they, it, the episode ended with them arguing about her not feeling bad about ruining everybody's experience. Because she's like, I don't care. I would do it again. Because if I'm not in a good place, then no one gets to be in a good place. And That's I'm like, very childish. Yeah. She needs to cut that out. Right. So, they arguing again. They not in a good place no more. So, we'll see. Next up. I'm just tired. Like, <laughs> I'm over them as a couple. <laughs> they get good, then they get bad so quickly. I'm just... It's not a healthy environment for either of them, honestly. Because, honestly, both of them at times do things that are wrong. And even when one admits that they were wrong, the other one isn't willing to admit that they're wrong. And they just never seem settled long enough. And it's like they get happy. They do something very romantic with one another and, like, and show off the world. And then they get back to arguing. I'm just like, don't y'all get tired of this? I'm tired. Some people don't, though. <sighs> well, I can't live like that. That's just me. But, I mean, I agree. Some people are okay with living like that. So, that's great at first sight. Um, we had a question of the week. Um, our question was, would you rather live in a place with a lot of trees or live in a place near the ocean? Um, and so we had Ebony 2008 said place near the ocean. It's me, Tierra 4, agreed with the ocean. Reese Peace also said the ocean, near the ocean because trees equals bugs and critters. Um, confessions from, uh, from a red couch, got you, ocean. Jessica Simeon said, trees, the way the sun is set up, I can go outside and have shade. Um, Thumbelina, ocean's hand, ocean, hands down. Headshock1906 said, ocean, a lot of trees mean extra yard work during the autumn. Uh, coin counting mama, ocean. Desgaard said, trees, the ocean can get smelly when the seaweed gets out of control. 
All right. Um, the big DM said ocean higher value when I sell it. Oh. <laughs> the modern day case said ocean. I used to live in the middle of trees and woo woo them tree bugs. But on. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm. They started watching 90 Day Fiance. What? Uh, uh. <laughs> um, and I think we had an answer on Facebook. I'm pretty sure Ryan answered on Facebook. One second while I pull it up. Can I didn't get that last. Okay. <laughs> Look, they said their answers. I'm just glad people answered this week. Y'all like the simple questions. It's okay, though. It's all right. Um, shoot. Come on. Um, oh, okay. Okay. Um, I read it, too. <laughs> anyway, while she's looking, I would do the ocean. I love the water. I love the beach. I do hope one day I'm able to have a beach house. So I would definitely live by the ocean. Mm-hmm. Ryan um, said, ocean, the tree's not going to mess up my cell service. Um, I would also do the ocean. Like, I've always had this dream of being able to, like, wake up and go swimming. Like, to start my day. Now, I don't have the hair kind of set up to be doing that, but... <laughs> you have braids and... Yeah, I've, that's always been a dream of mine, to just be able to wake up. Maybe one day I'll have a pool where I could do that. But I would love to just, like... I know, I would love a pool at minimum. Right, just be able to go swimming whenever I want, not to have to make it, like, a big ordeal. Like, just be able to go. So I would definitely pick the ocean. All right, so as Shanae mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about being stuck in the past and nostalgia because, like, I don't know, and, you know, some of our older listeners, specifically my dad that requested the Brian McKnight uh, overview. Oh, uh, well, I, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it was your dad. But. Y'all can tell us if other hey. gener- <laughs> Y'all can tell us if other generations were like that, but I feel like our generation has a particular hard time. Like, a hard-on for nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> like, the reboots, the, you know, we just can't let go, and it's tiring, and Even I want new stuff. that's redone, and it's not for us. Yeah. We, like, attack it. Mm-hmm. Like, when they redid, rebooted all that, they rebooted for the generation, right, not, it's not for, for us. us. Like, let it go. And they were like, how could you do that? It's like, why are you so attached? Right. Let the next generation experience it just like we experienced it. Of course, all that not going to be funny to us because honestly, all that was corny, but it was funny to us all for our age. All that isn't funny. Right. When it I was, go back, I'm like, what? This, it was corny. It was stupid. But it was funny for us at the time. And so that's what it is for kids now. I mean, kids now like watching other kids unbox crap and open and boxes and make glitter and make slime. Like, they like different stuff. So we're not going to enjoy it. As much as these kids do, because it's not for us. Like, let it go. So, why do you think people have a hard time letting go? Because we miserable. Oh. <laughs> we got student loans out the butt. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, bills keep getting higher. Like, I don't. But these so, not the same bills our parents paid. Their rent was like $300. While there is truth to that, the cost of living increased with the bills at a rate back then where it was a little bit more manageable Mm -hmm. now like bills increase but our pay is not and so we're having to do more with less yeah and i think that's some of the biggest difference Mm -hmm. because it's like i'm sure in their 20s they were struggling too but it was a little bit easier for them to advance because as they got promotions Mm -hmm. 
and cost of living went up, they could afford that plus extra. As yeah. you like work, where us is like, a lot of times bills keep going up, but our pay is not. So right. once again, we're having to scrape together money, or a lot of us have more than one job, or doing some sort of Uber, whatever, just to yeah. keep extra money in and to keep things going. So yeah. that can be stressful, along yeah. with the fact that we do have the most student debt in Facts. the generation. And that's a fact. Whoever that next president is, please clear it. Like, <laughs> Well, they all claiming to do so. Well, do it! <laughs> Look, I mean, when it comes to that, like... I think it's wonderful, but it's not realistic. So, like, mm-hmm. when, like, the only person, uh, Elizabeth Warren's, she, hers, hers was more realistic. Where I was like, that could yeah. get passed. That yeah. doesn't help. That helps a lot of people. That doesn't fix clear it for it. everyone. Yeah. But I felt like that was more, it would it would clear me. <laughs> it ah. wouldn't clear me, but it would help a whole lot. It would clear me <laughs> completely <laughs> um, if I stay where I'm at financially right so that's the other part yeah but hers was just more realistic yeah but i think i i also think we're also generation Mm -hmm. that people say that we had the helicopter parents absolutely and so that also could be (laughs) but that also could be a reason why for some and obviously not all because everyone didn't have helicopter parents but for some it's a harder adjustment to mm-hmm. adult life because we had our parents doing so much for us for a very long time. Oh, well, maybe I before, don't have But, like, they're... By that definition. Helicopter parents are parents that are... I'm saying the way that they use it to describe millennials. Mm-hmm. Our parents are there to, like, make everything better, oh, do things mind. for never them. Never mind, y'all. <laughs> I had those. You have nosy parents. <laughs> right. That's what I meant and by And I didn't say y'all was nosy, but that's what she meant by that, <laughs> so I'm not really saying I meant, that. like, hovering kind not not they just want to know what you're up to (laughs) (laughs) um helicopter parents in that way oops in the way that they describe millennials is more of like you know them still making making your doctor's appointments oh no and like i remember one time a um not a professor a co-worker told me that her last job she was in hr Mm -hmm. that um they hired someone and the father was calling to go over the offer letter. Oh so like that's God. helicopter parents. Yeah, that's like extra. when they would get a bad grade in school, the parent was wanting to talk to the professor. Like yeah. it's just once yeah, again extra. kind of this high level support so then the kid is never like coming into their own. Mm-hmm. And like I don't feel like um I had too much of a helicopter parent. My mother like started making me do stuff. Yeah. Whether I liked it or not. Because like, I was about to say make I your wonder... own doc's appointment. She would make me do stuff yeah. where I would hate it. Yeah. But I think she was doing that for this purpose of getting me started yeah. to get me adjusted. And yeah. I think that could be it for some. Everyone didn't have that level of it. Yeah. But I wonder also the financial de- independent dependence as well because we yeah. got no money. That also too. <laughs> but I wonder because you know for us the the age that you got kicked off the insurance became later so i wonder if that has anything to do with it because like too. you were on your you were usually with i your get parents kicked off till i was 26 26 yeah, that was were, only a year ago right and so before that you were usually like going to the same doctor same dentist whatever as your parent most often unless you sought out your own but if y'all was on the same insurance, it was just easier to go to the same. What was the age it used to be? I think before that it was like 24 or 23. 
It used to be a lot younger. So I wonder if that's part of it, because like when you get on your own insurance, then yeah, you calling and making your own appointments because you paying for it yourself. Well, I think the reason they raised is because they realized that a lot of yeah young people were either still in college or coming out of college, yeah. and they didn't yeah have it. They yeah. didn't have insurance. They right. didn't have jobs that offered it, whether it was part time or there wasn't like real full time work. So that right. could also be a part of yeah. it. And once again, it's not all. There are some frankly millennials because that's what we're talking about because mm-hmm. we're millennials yeah, I, don't I can't know speak on gen z they, they act totally different. i can't speak on them i don't know about them y'all <laughs> i can only speak on my generation <laughs> but that could be a part of it because yeah. then you have some that who weren't who they've been doing their thug thizzle mm-hmm. for a long time yeah that's true and they could just still be adjusting yeah so we have seven reasons that you can get um that you the past is keeping you stuck um, so number one is your emotions are flashback. So anytime you experience an emotion that you had before, it's a dramatic trigger that comes to surface. And so it brings you back to the emotional state of the age that you were when you first experienced it. For sure. Mm-hmm. I think that's valid. I don't really have too many triggers mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've also done a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Do your work, basically. Basically. <laughs> um, number two is you unconsciously believe you need to repeat the past to resolve to resolve it. So well, you they, try to put yourself in the similar situations to fix it, or you try to communicate with the same people to fix the issues that you had with them in the past instead of trying to just, you know, forgive them or new. move on with them, or your, you know, on your own. But they say that happens a lot in relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go back and try to have them conversations where it's like you don't necessarily. And they say need... they say you know they we talked about this before they'll say like trauma that with your parents they mm-hmm. find a way to like find it in another person like heal it because you couldn't yeah. resolve it there. Yeah, they say people do that all the time unconsciously, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. even realizing they're doing that. Yep, and um, I believe that's true. That's probably correlations in that I the agree. partners you choose. Yeah, with the hurt you may already have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I definitely agree. Like people, I feel like a lot of people try to emphasize like you need to go back and talk to them for closure, and I don't think you always need to. Like sometimes you can have closure on your own, and closure is not the same for everyone. I agree. I think closure can be different things depending on what the situation is, and sometimes it's a conversation. Yeah, and sometimes it's not. And I think I'm a person where like closure for me is saying how I feel. Closure isn't a dialogue. It's typically one way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've learned how to have closure without saying it to the person. Mm-hmm. But when I can tell somebody off, mm-hmm. or at least just tell somebody how I feel, that's closure for me. And I don't need to hear what they think. In fact, I don't want to hear <laughs> what they think about it or response. Like I that said, could just the whole be a whole. Yeah, other thing. and it's like for it's for me. I need yeah. to get this off my chest. Yeah. I don't care how you feel. <laughs> so that doesn't always work because they mm-hmm. may have their own opinion or they wouldn't explain. And, like, for me, I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I just want to call you trash and say that you hurt my feelings. <laughs> and now I'm done. Right. And I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> at right. all. Um, next is you think that um, being feeling numb is better than actually feeling. Um, and so if you experience different trauma or triggers... Um, in your younger days, um, in your formative ages, then emotions overwhelm you. So you feel like just feeling nothing is better than feeling everything. 
I would agree with that. I understand that. I was about like, to say something shady. <laughs> now I want you to say it. Nah. I feel like, you know, opting out sometimes is easier than dealing with being opted in. Shoot, I do that all the time. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm a very feeling person. I never opt out. I always opt out. I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to do this. <laughs> like forget this i don't know how all of these feelings i'll just i'm just going to choose not to go through this i don't know how to opt out mm-hmm. so i don't experience being numb mm-hmm. um i could put on a back burner for a minute mm-hmm. but it won't it's like because i'm only dealing with something else but when it's like i'm cooking chicken so my rice is on the back burner but as soon as that chicken is done i'm ready to pull that rice back up oh, so no. i don't really opt out I, I, i'm fine with like opting out of the rice all the i don't avoid it <laughs> i'm like let's hit it let's do it Mm-mm. so i don't know how just that. like let's just toss the rice <laughs> now no you're wasting rice. money you're hey, wasting time at least i don't have to deal with that rice no <laughs> we're gonna eat with your chicken i could just eat chicken and veggies who says veggies are on the menu? See that? Veggies are always on the menu. Who and says? My place. Who says? Me. <laughs> Stop opting out. Cook your rice and deal with it. <laughs> um, number four is you're distracted by perfectionism and the need of for approval. When your inner world is tumultuous, you may have moved your focus to the external world. You may believe you can resolve the pain of past losses by gaining approval from the outside world. So basically, you're just seeking, you know, the words of others to be like, oh, you in a good place, you popping, blah, 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 instead of actually feeling it for yourself. I guess so. I've never experienced that because I feel like if I'm not feeling it, it don't matter what anyone says to me. Same. And so, oftentimes, what people say to me can make it worse. <laughs> like, so I'm be like, oh, you popping, whatever. And I'll say thank you because I'm mm-hmm. not, you know, I ain't rude. Yeah. I have class. <laughs> But with that being said, if I don't feel it, it doesn't do anything. I'm just saying thank you because yeah. you're being nice. Yeah. So it doesn't make me feel anything. Same. I'm not. If I ain't feeling it, I ain't feeling it. Same. And no one can make me feel it but me. Right. That goes for people as well. <laughs> if I'm not feeling you, I'm not feeling you. <laughs> and if you know me, you know that. Yeah. I go off of my energy, the energy I feel. And mm-hmm. if I ain't feeling you... That's just kind of it. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do. Well, I won't say there's nothing they can do. I think it would just take... It can't be forced. I think it, it would just take time and natural growth mm, for you to feel. Depending on the vibe, yes. it's nothing you can do. <laughs> um, now, there's moments when I don't know you, so there's no vibe. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah. But if I feel a negative vibe, mm-hmm. oh, there ain't nothing you can do. <laughs> that stands. Okay. Until I... Um, so there's a moment that validates it. Right, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah. but but it I'm has saying. To come naturally. But the the validation is to validate that I don't like you. So it's not. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it can never different. validate that you may like it. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Got you. Okay. I want to be clear. If I, get, <laughs> <laughs> if I get a bad vibe, I'm waiting for the moment to validate that. Right? See, that's why I don't like you. But it can never say that that vibe, initial vibe, was wrong. I've never had that happen. Okay. okay. It could happen one day. Yes. But thus far, it's either I feel nothing where, like, I don't know you. You could be cool. You could not be cool. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But typically, people who I'm like, uh-uh, stays a uh-uh. 
Sometimes it may take longer for that moment to happen. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of that, I keep my distance. So okay. I'm not rude. I don't not speak. I don't whatever. I just don't go all the way there because something in my system is like, dang right. Right. So when that happens, because it is always, I go, see, that's why I kept it here. Can that ever be based on the testimonies of another person? Or is it always based on when you actually meet them in the vibe? Me. Okay, gotcha. Cause like I'm a person where like you could tell me I don't like them, da, 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 but I always like to see for myself. Right. Yeah. So I hear you, but mm-hmm. I don't hear you at the same time. Yeah. Cause like that could just be y'all. Yeah, agree. I like to give someone my own chance, mm-hmm. and then that's where I make my opinion. Yeah. Gotcha. So. I get that. I get that. So on the bright side, guys, I judge you. Just off of me. <laughs> not off of others. Number five is you believe you are not worthy of more in life. Um, a lack of worthiness is one of the most common blocks to a good and purposeful life. It is shrouded in futility and it tells you not to bother. If you don't deserve it, there is no point in even trying. I think I've experienced that. Uh, but I think that goes back to the like the one of just giving up like if i can't get it then fine i'll just let it go like i think it's a similar pattern which is just you know that's me i did that in calc three you know calc one and two was killing it. calc three <sighs> i ain't getting it let me just i'm not going i'm not even gonna try i'm just gonna sit here i wish you had a better example <laughs> math class math yes. class yeah that's a a pure example of the same thing that i do in many other situations okay it is. I'm saying okay. I'm not. I'm just saying it's like. What? Math class? Yes. <laughs> that three was hitting. It was. It was hard. I, I, I didn't say it was. I didn't Your get, face. I didn't take calc three. That lets you know. Didn't even get there. So, like, I have nothing for you. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. I didn't do calc three. So. I don't know. <laughs> I don't like math. So, I mean. And I love it. But if I try too much and it don't work, I'm just I'm just letting it go. I'm not even going to try no more. I'm just going to give it up. It ain't for me. You know what? There's something I want to discuss, but it will not be on this show. <laughs> where you could have gave an example, but that's a little too personal. Which we is why I y'all. gave the math class example. But you just, <laughs> I have just received... Some clarity on Sydney that I have not. That's why I gave that example. I don't understand. And we had an earlier conversation about other stuff that she don't want to talk about. That I'm like, and there we are. Feels good. I can't stand you. What's the next one? Um, number six is you feel powerless. Powerless. Um, the futility of powerlessness is an incredibly common reaction to a childhood of trauma. And it is there for all of us to some degree. If you believe you don't have the power to manifest what you want, you don't even start. But this powerlessness comes from childhood when you really didn't have power. It is an emotional flashback that doesn't apply to today. So I guess the feeling of like helplessness, you can't feel like uh, you don't have control over the situation. Mm-hmm. I get it. But yeah, I, and I... I I understand why people relate that to how they used to feel, but as kids, I mean, you are in a somewhat powerless, you know, situation. When you're an adult, you have much more power over like 
where you can go, what you can do. When you a kid, it's like, we going here at this time, and, you know, you can say you don't want to go, but at sometimes you just don't have a choice because you're a child. So. I guess it depends on how you was raised. Mm-hmm. So if you would have been like, I don't want to go to church this Sunday, your mom would have been like, well, we going or not? She may have said I could have stayed home or said, okay. Well, what if you were too young to stay home? I know, but the thing is, when I was younger, I liked church. I've, right, as soon as I, mean, I was able too, to make all a, my best friends stay. Well, as soon as I was able to make a choice, mm-hmm. my mother allowed it. She uh, didn't. Oh, no, I ain't had that choice. <laughs> she didn't like, no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And even if the answer was no, we talked about it. It wasn't just a no, you don't get to do what you want to do. We, yeah. In this situation, I need us to do this, and sometimes this happens. Yeah. So it was always explained to me. Mm-hmm. So when I was told no, I was never like, you didn't Deeply know why. Upset yeah, I think a lot of times it was explained no. to me. Yeah, I think a lot of times people just be like, "No," and they don't explain why. Or they because they be like, "Because, because I, said I said so, so right?" Yeah, yeah. My mother didn't do that. My yeah. mom explained. So she said no. She would say why if it was a money thing. We don't have the money right now, or mm-hmm. later on we could do that, or mm-hmm. what. She would say. So then I understood. Yeah. So like. You just can't relate to that. <laughs> Not so much. I get it. I get the idea of yeah. it. And I'm sure there are things I didn't want to do that I had to do. But I guess the difference is, is my mother would explain why. So mm-hmm. she was like, I know you don't like it, so but this is why. So I didn't feel you were informed. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. what it was. Because there are yeah. definitely things I did that I didn't want to do. Yeah. But my mother said why. Yeah. I'm telling you no, and this is why, and this yeah. is why you need to do this, whether yeah. you like it or not. Right. So right. I guess I felt like, I can't say I had a choice in the matter, because I didn't, but I guess I felt But you were better. empowered with the knowledge to Right, understand. maybe that's what so it is. So you didn't have the option of choice, but you still understood. I felt like and I understood. In a powerless position, I think it's better to still understand. Because no, you can't make a choice. But at least you understand why you can't. Why that was choice was being made, and I think that's what it was. Because I'm definitely I couldn't do whatever. I I mean, (laughs) but I guess it was just if there were times where she had to say no or no, you can't do that. She explained. But yeah, y'all, I was such a good kid. I really like. (laughs) We was erasing chalkboard. (laughs) I really was like a chill child. Like even as a baby, I didn't cry a lot. I wasn't fussy. As a kid, I kind of just did my thug thizzle. I just was a really low-key child. So, like, I don't don't feel like I gave her too much trouble for her to have to, like, pull the hammer out or be whatever. Because, like, Mm -hmm. I was just playing with my brat. So, I was just just listening to to my music. I was just doing my thing. I hate when parents force their kids to share. Because it's like, yes, sharing is important. But it shouldn't be forced upon them. Especially, like, what if it's their favorite toy? No, they might not want to share it, and I think that's okay. Like, I don't, I hate when people's parents be like, you got to share it. Like, God dang, can they have sharing, a special toy? I don't remember. I wonder how sharing was explained to I don't me. remember how it was for me either. But, but I, I do see, it. I see what you're saying when yeah. they're like, let them play. And it's like. That could be your it. special toy, and that's okay. Like, they got toys. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, but I get it. Because I feel like, then I think that's when you start teaching kids boundaries. Like, it's okay to have a toy that you don't want other people touching. Now, if you got mad toys and you don't want nobody touching none of them, then it's like, okay, this may not be your least favorite toy. We can share that one. Like, just talking to them about it. I, yeah, but I guess you explain, them explain to it. To share their, like. You, you know, know. so if like if I had a Woody and a Buzz, and I'm like Woody's my favorite, right? Then you're like, well, maybe if you don't mind, you could share Buzz 
and you continue to play with exactly. Woody. Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. I get that. I just don't agree with people's parents forcing them to share. I feel like that takes away their ability to create boundaries at a young age. What about food? Food too? <laughs> <laughs> I think, again, it depends. Like, Let I, them have a cookie. No! <laughs> it's my cookie. <laughs> I think, again, it depends. Like, if you got a whole pack of, like, two rows of cookies, share a cookie. Because you're not going to eat none of them that way. Like, you're not going to eat all of them yourself. Well, here's the thing. They're my cookies because I bought them. So, you're going to give them a cookie. <laughs> well, see how I explain that? <laughs> They're my cookies because I bought them. Right. When you buy the cookies, you absolutely do not have to share them. Is that better? Or? It could be. <laughs> no, that's still it a little could hard. be, but... Still a little know, hard? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll work on it. I don't have children yet. I just think it's all about <laughs> allowing kids to establish boundaries while also, like, giving, those, those mor- giving them those morals of, like, yeah, it's nice to share. But you don't always have to share. Like, you shouldn't be forced to always share. You shouldn't be forced to hug the other kids. Because, I mean, you might not want to hug them. And that's okay. So, <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Yo, know what that was. Quick side note. I went to Dunkin' Donuts for breakfast yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was in the drive-thru. And as I'm telling my order, a bee flies in my car. Uh-oh. So, I place my order. And I, like, drive up a little bit. I open the door. I'm like... Out the car, waving, yes. And so I'm the only one in line. Nobody behind me, no one in front of me. So I, you know, spend a couple minutes, well, no, like a minute or so, getting to be out the car. I got to be out the car, rolled the ones up, got to the window, and they literally sitting there with my drink in my bag, like, what the, you know? I was like, it was a bee in my car, and that's why I sounded a little crazy when I was placing my order, and I had to get it up. Well, I would have said, excuse me, hold on a moment, because I couldn't have been able to order. I'm literally placing the order, and the bee is, like, right next to my head, and I'm like, uh, uh, hash browns. No, no, I would have said, hold on one second, especially if nobody was behind me, Yeah. hold on one second, Cause I couldn't focus until the I bee was had, out my car. I was car. like frozen, like um, yeah, that's it. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, I'll drive around. Oh like, no, I was frozen. that thing had to be out. I can't do that. <laughs> it was right next to my face. So yeah, quick side note. But um, the last thing on the list is that you don't remember what happened to you. I think a lot of times parents and kids remember things differently because everything is perspective. Um, and so I think kids we can remember things one way and parents would be like no this is the way it happened and y'all can debate all y'all want on how it happened but the reality is is how it happened is different for each of y'all and i think and the impact is different exactly and so um a lot of times i think kids will remember things one way and parents be like oh no it didn't happen that way or like even other family members or anyone that was around be like it didn't happen when that way but it i don't think all the time that matters i think how the per the child remembered it is what matters most and honoring how they remember and then dealing with that and even i mean sometimes it could be like well no this is why because you know like i said perception is reality so sometimes giving context explains something but i think if you don't remember everything that happened then it's easy to get stuck there and not want to move forward i agree because Sydney <laughs> says she tells me things. Oh my God! That she did not tell. Sinead me. don't be remembering things. And I tell we her. will go back and forth. Yes. Over and over again because she just swears she don't that she me. tells me stuff, and I'm like, "You're a lie," <laughs> because I would remember that. There's no way I wouldn't. 
remember that. And the thing is, like, we've had certain conversations where she says that the first time, and the next time I bring it up, she say it again. I'm like, but we just had this conversation, so I know you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> it really comes down to a period in her life where she didn't speak to me. That's where all these I did stories speak to you. Don't where say that. all these stories were going on. That's not true. We attributed to that time period. But we still spoke. I don't think we spoke every day at that point, but we still spoke. All pretty I'm regularly. saying is. We attributed the memory lapse <laughs> to when you lived in Atlanta. That is where all these stories that I heard that I didn't hear. But I, I just don't agree. But again, <laughs> perception is reality. But so you your see, perception is yours. But I just want to say and this. My perception Her is body mine. language is saying to me, guys, right now, you a lie. <laughs> So how do I feel comfortable in my truth when her body language is telling me you're a lie? That's not what I mean. Her body, body language is so, her tone and body language is like, you feel what you feel and I feel what I feel. Your perception is your reality. No, see, that ain't how you said it the first time. <laughs> now you clean it up being like, your perception is your reality. Nah, you had a, she had a hand motion. Oh my God. She had a hand motion towards me. You feel what you feel. Yes. I feel what I feel. That's totally a different, different way of saying your perception is your reality. That tone and hand <laughs> said you're a liar. Well, that's not what I meant. I meant that you remember things differently than I remember. I still feel like she's calling me a liar. <laughs> but we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on. We just we just experienced our anniversary. I don't feel like I don't feel like going back and forth with you. I still feel like she's calling me a liar. And you know what? That's all right. You know, it's okay because we just experienced that time a lot differently. You know? We, <laughs> I was just about to keep okay. talking. Okay. <laughs> we went through the I was in grad school, you was working, we was I think part of it is we were going through different things at that time. I was like, I was in school where I had internship. You was working full time. We just had different lives, and like we could, we still talked. Like I said, I don't think it was every day, but I think, to my re- recollection, we still talked pretty regularly. But we may have just been facing different things and dealing with th- different things in life. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Different lifestyle. <laughs> you don't think that was part of it? I don't remember to be completely See? honest with you. <laughs> I don't remember everything. <laughs> but I never said I remember everything all the time. There are just certain things that the content of the story, I know for a fact I would remember that because I know I would react a certain way. And that's all I was saying. Sometimes I don't remember, but I will admit that and say, oh, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But there's stuff where I'm like, there's no way. One day we're going to scroll back know. in our messages. I know. To the very, well, not to the very beginning. You but. do that. That takes way too much time. <laughs> that I know we are totally off topic. <laughs> but I admit when I don't remember. <laughs> I and do I too, because I got a bad memory. And I also... No certain reactions I would forget, and that's all I'll be saying because I know my reactions to some of this. And there's no way I just sat there and was like, Oh, what? Well, no, I never said that she did that because <laughs> I, I would have remembered. I me would going, say that what? You, you did react like that, I, and you don't remember reacting. You know what? Then won't you start taping me? And <laughs> okay. next time, that. see, this is why it'd be good if we had a reality show because they next tape time. Everything. And you when can we had these conversations, back. they could run it next back. Next time, bring it back, okay? And we, hey. 
And if it turns out I said it, mm-hmm. or you said it, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> All right. So, I, is there any other reasons you think we get stuck in the past? Look, Except from being broken, miserable? I don't. We gotta I'm stop this. I'm joking. You know I mean? I'm but joking. I just, I want to take it serious because our last episode was heavy. I feel like this is heavy. Good God, guys. We're having a funny one next week. <laughs> I think. It's a challenging time, but it doesn't have to be miserable. Can yeah. I speak on finances? Because that can be tough. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. But this is a time of adjustment. I really think a lot of us may feel less tense if we gave ourselves a break. Yeah. And acknowledge that we don't always have to have it together and we're still learning. And mm-hmm. I think that would help people to not feel so miserable or feel so stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, Life has stresses, period. But it can help decrease them. Mm-hmm. To acknowledge that it's not like we're 45 and don't know what we're doing. Right. Yeah. And even if you were, that's a part of life, too. Like, mm-hmm. life changes, and then sometimes you know what you're doing, and then you don't. Mm-hmm. But I think people, we need to give, give ourselves a break. And give ourselves a little bit more gratitude. Mm-hmm. We are surviving. Mm-hmm. We are progressing. Mm-hmm. And all the times it may not be in the way we want it to be. Right. But progression is still happening. And those are things to celebrate and focus on amongst the other stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, life stresses will always be here. Money things will always be a money thing. Unless, you know what I mean, even rich people got money problems. So it's yeah. like money thing is a money thing. And, you know, certain elements of life will always be there in certain packages. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like we need to give ourselves a break. And there's nothing wrong with looking in the past, enjoying a reboot or two, but make sure you accept that your life and accept that we are adults. Yeah. We are making our own way. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. We are finding ourselves. And there's a way to enjoy both. Mm-hmm. I think it's balance. Yeah. You can look back. Typically, I like to look back on the positive things yeah. instead of the negative. Absolutely. But you can look back, but don't stay there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you can acknowledge it for what it was and the happiness that they bring, but also be in the present of what's good that's in your life yeah. and be hopeful towards the future. I yeah. think it's balance, mm-hmm. and I think that's what's important. So it's like we ain't shaming nostalgia, but right. just don't don't get stuck. There. Don't get stuck there because even Lizzie McGuire is thirty now. <laughs> like don't get stuck in don't the past get stuck and what it was in a space where. Okay, dogs. You're looking... Well, we almost finished, so... I mean... Oh, all right. Roof! Oh, my God. Y'all know we outside. It's our nature episode. Yeah. You know, in touch with nature. We'll be back in our normal uh, studio (laughs) next week. That's all I got. Oh, I just... I just want to say, from the bottom of my heart, mm-hmm. thank you all for being on this journey with us for three years. Yes. Thank you to all loyal listeners, our subscribers, people that engage on social media. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. And we know we didn't do a thing this year. <laughs> right. Because we heard about you. We heard it. We know. <laughs> we just getting things, in figured order. it out, and yeah. in order. Yeah. So that we can continue to do events and such. Yeah. Um, super excited for the future. Yes, we have yes. some great things coming up. Amen. And, um, yeah. Okay. That's so, 
again thank you guys for listening if there's anything else that y'all think that like keeps y'all stuck in the past let us know we might have skipped some reasons that people stay stuck in the past um remember to keep up with our social media on instagram twitter facebook etc make sure that you pay attention to our question of the week so that you know we can say your answer on the show if you have topics suggestions anonymous stories or anything else email us goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com and as always this is good girls behaving badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week